The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co host, Adam Spees. And today we are starting our Quado Finals round in our 2022 patron tournament. Adam, if you would. Quade, <laughs> the reactor. The reactor, Quaid. That's my that's my Quado impression. It's solid. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. If you would uh, give us a rundown of uh, how the six the Sweet Sixteen went and uh, what we have to look forward to this round. Uh, do you want me to do it as Quado or just myself? Just yourself, please. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> that probably hurt my throat a little bit. All right. Anyway, um, well, as you guys would know from this episode, Frankie Mitchell, our uh, Aus- Australian fantastic player took down the previous winner scotty barber andrew Buxbaum took down anna piper and that's who are going to be playing today uh josh Baumbach took down nathan mcquinn who made the semifinals last year and he will be playing eric Eid, who took down uh caroline bronstein then josh winrick our runner-up from last year took down cheyenne fletcher and he will be taking on jeremy goodson who who took down Ian Schultze, and then Michael Turner beat Megan Walsh, and Michael Turner will be taking on Dan Lumberg, who beat Nick Groves in the last episode uh, of the round of 16. All right, well, let's uh, find out who our contenders are today. In one corner, he's almost a good trivia host. He's kind of a gamer. He's mostly a comic book fan. It's Andrew, the off-nerd Bucksbaum. <laughs> Not nerd off. I'll take it. I'll take it. I like off. to play on nerd off there. My podcast plugging myself. Whoop whoop. These guys have been on there. And uh, by the time this airs, you'll have already heard Adam on there. But if you haven't, uh, if you haven't heard Adam hosting my podcast yet, go check it out. Uh, the only downside about doing your guys tournament is I find out results to games I haven't heard yet. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so I'm still it. just, I'm <laughs> still here mourning uh, Nick, Nick's loss. Mm-hmm. You can't tell him. You can't tell them just because we recorded this and we're going to play poker immediately after this. You have to have a straight face, okay? Yes, folks. Poker I, face, I, if you will. I think, yes. I think it should go without saying that if you're on this tournament, you're not supposed to divulge any results. I'm looking at you, Scotty Barber. Yep. Barber wine. <laughs> so uh, before our next contestant, um, you, you, you do her fantastic introduction, I just want to mention the thing that I – why I hosted – uh, nerd off to begin with is because Drew was so distraught <laughs> that he thought he was going to be taking on Scott Barber, but Barber fell. Barber fell hard to our upcoming contestant, and so Scott or uh, Drew was just like, "I wanted to play him." Now you have to. Now I had to go on to his show to host an episode against Scott hey. and Drew, so that worked out fine. Like I said on this week's episode that you probably haven't listened to yet. It's nothing against Frankie. It's I've known Scott for years and have never played him head to head and have always wanted to. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and meet that uh, contender in the other corner. She's the David to your Goliath, the Frodo to your Sauron, 
the Wolverine to your Cyclops, it's Frankie the Giant Killer Mitchell. Woo! Frankie, welcome back. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Thanks, guys. Um, my name's Frankie. I'm a primary school teacher. Um, got two kids. I'm that pretty boring. <laughs> Excited to be here today. How out of my week. All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know our contenders just a little bit better. And since we are starting the Quado Finals, and this comes from the fantastic Arnold movie Total Recall, I want you to tell me what is your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Bearing in mind, you cannot say Total Recall. All right, uh, I'm going to say Last Action Hero. It's a, it's a soft spot of mine. It's a guilty pleasure movie of mine. It's one of those so bad it's good movies. All right. And Frankie? Um, seeing as I'm a kindergarten slash prep teacher, I'm going to go kindergarten cop. <laughs> All right. And Frankie gets to go first. <laughs> well, Frankie gets to go first because Last Action Hero is just so bad, it's bad. And <laughs> I've never seen it past the one time I was forced to sit down and watch it, probably in the theater. I think you should give it another I go. I think uh, fortunately for us, uh, I'm going to go with the much better film, Kindergarten Cop, and Frankie's going get to get to pick first in round one. Frankie, what category would you like? I'm going to go with fashion, be predictable. Yep, as figured. And we're starting off in the 50s. All right, this question is brought to you by Will Dennison. What fashion designer of the 40s and 50s died of a sudden heart attack in 1957? He is credited with creating the, quote, new look of the 50s, which was known for extra fabric below the waist while showcasing the feminine silhouette. The fashion house he founded is owned by Bernard Almont today, the third richest person in the world who also owns Louis Vuitton. When you say new look, immediately I think Dior. I hope that's right. I hope my brain's warmed up enough, but that's. I'm going to say Dior. Dior is correct. Nice. Yep. All right. Over to Drew. I'm going to go for food. Okay. Your decade is the 90s. In 1991, Betty Crocker released a bottle-shaped snack that came in flavors like cherry cola and root beer, as well as fruity flavors. I have no idea. I don't think I've ever seen this before in my life. I'm just, I just have to hope it never made it to Australia because I got nothing. All right, Frankie, can you steal? No, I don't think it did make it over here. I didn't know Betty Crocker did anything in a bottle. Um, 
I'll just guess Jello. Jello is incorrect. Uh, these were called so delicious. Yeah, I was, I was trying to pull it in my head. Those are they're quite good. All right, no points there, and we are back to Frankie. Uh, I'll have slang, please. Okay. The decade is the eighties. According to Merriam-Webster, the first known use of what term for a person who habitually spends a lot of time in a shopping center was in 1982. Um, I think there might have been a movie with this title. I'm thinking it was around the same time. I'm going to guess Mallrat. Mallrat is correct. Drew, that has to hurt coming from Jersey. It, it really stings. <laughs> it really stings. It's a really uncomfortable feeling like, you know. <laughs> Being in the backseat of a Volkswagen. <laughs> That's good. Good pull. Nice. I love it. Uh, the funny thing about that is that the Mirror Webster Dictionary does say that it was first used in 1982, but doesn't say <coughs> where it was used. Where from? Okay. All right, Drew, let's get some points on the board. Yeah, let's. Um, let's go toys. And toys and games. Hey, it's also the 80s. In 1984, Mattel licensed Rainbow Bright for a range of dolls and other merchandise from what company? Known mostly for making greeting cards. Hmm. I mean, I'm just going to go Hallmark at that point. A lot of people don't know that Rainbow Bright was actually originally created for Hallmark. Good pull. And back to Frankie. Um, I'll take TV, please. Okay. Well, we're going back to the 50s. What game show, hosted by Bill Cullen, premiered on NBC premiered on NBC on November 26, 1956 and became one of the few game shows to sur- to survive the rigging scandals of the late 1950s. It was eventually canceled in 65 before being rebooted to 74 uh, before being rebooted in 1974 and is still running today. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to be able to get it from the time period so i'm gonna guess a game show that i think is still running um i'm gonna say family feud family feud is incorrect drew can you steal we get one more read sorry about that what game show hosted by bill cullen premiered on NBC on November 26, 1956, and became one of the few shows to survive the rigging scandals of the late 1950s. It was eventually canceled in 65 before being rebooted in 1972 and is still running today. I don't think the years work for me here, but I'm just going to say Jeopardy. Jeopardy is incorrect. Yeah. I got nothing else that's been around that long yeah, in my head, Yeah, a lot of people think that the, the game show started in 72, but they did have a run before that, and when it came back in 72 with its new host, Bob Barker, it's oh, still running today. Sure. It's the price is right. Yeah, I'm one of those people that thinks it started then, so. <laughs> All right, so we are back over to Drew. Left, we have movies, music, sports, news, and literature. Uh, let me grab. Uh, let me grab news. We're staying in the 50s. Oh, boy. Oh, doggy. <laughs> On November 1st, 1950, Puerto Rican pro-independence activists Oscar Colazzo and Gisello Torresola tried to assassinate what politician who was staying at the Blair House in Washington, D.C.? Give me the names again. Oscar 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the. <laughs> Thanks, Sorry. Adam. Bottle pop. <laughs> I, got, I have so little left. I'm just trying to pour it in. It's it's Adam's alcoholism, everyone. It's okay. No, listen, I haven't drank since yesterday. That's a joke. Actually, unless I haven't drank since Jacksonville. Uh, it, then I didn't see any of you there. I mean, Frankie, come on. Why didn't you come all the way to Jacksonville, Florida? All right. Uh, so. The names are Oscar uh, Coyazo and Griselio Torres Sola. Torres Sola. 1950. I mean, it's early. I'm just going to say Castro, though. Castro is incorrect. Yeah. Frankie, can you steal? No, I don't think so. Um, did you say they were Puerto Rican? Yes, I did. At the beginning? Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was just like, yeah. uh, hmm. I was going to get Castro to, um, I don't think I even have a another guess. I'm going to pass. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, this politician was staying at the Blair House because the White House was under renovation. It was Truman, Harry S. Truman. All right. So no points there. And we are back to Frankie. Um, hmm. I'll take movies, please. Okay. And it's the 60s. What 1960 Lawrence Olivier film about a failing stage performer shares its titles with two songs of the same name, one by Billy Joel and the other by Scott, jo- Scott Joplin? Hmm. Um, I don't really know the film. I'm guessing... I think a, a song that Billy Joel and Scott Joplin might have had in common might be Piano Man, maybe. Piano Man. Piano Man is, my answer. <laughs> is incorrect. Not very confidently. Sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. I thought that was a for sure. All right. Yes, Dr- same. Drew, can you steal? I'm going to need the question again because I was so for sure that it was Piano Man. What 1960 Lawrence Olivier, fil- Olivier film about a failing stage performer shares its title with two songs of the same name, one by Billy Joel and the other by Scott Joplin? Failing stage performer. The Entertainer. The Entertainer is correct. Wow. I am the Entertainer. You know and I know not where I, I stand. Yeah. Another serenader and another long headband. Yeah. Wow. Good call. I honestly, I thought that would be a little easier because when people say Scott Joplin, my head goes immediately to the Entertainer, the Ragtime song. Okay. Yeah. Which, if you don't know off the top of your head, you should know, because it's the one that goes da 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 uh, Drew, you got the steal, and you get to pick your next one. Yeah, decisions, decisions. All right, I think I'm going to take music. Okay. Take it easy, the 2000s. That's helpful. Will I Am wrote which Grammy-winning Black Eyed Peas song the night of President Barack Obama's inauguration in 2009? I got a feeling. I got a feeling is correct. Ooh. All right, Frankie left. We got sports and literature. What a choice. I'm going to risk a comic book and we go literature. <laughs> All right. Literature is coming at you. And it's also the 2000s. Amazing Spider Man number 583 
was the most ordered books by comic shops in all of the 2000s due to its inclusion of what politician on the cover? Um, I'm, I'm going to guess Barack Obama. Barack Obama is correct. <laughs> I remember the cover. You got a, you got a comic books. Well done. Damn. I was purposely leaving literature out there because I'm just like, all right, this is something I can get the steal on because it's probably a comic book question. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right. I guess I'll uh, take uh, sports. Yes, you will. And it's the 70s. Oh, boy. The longest game in NFL history happened back in 1971 on Christmas Day in an AFC divisional playoff game, and it lasted 82 minutes and 40 seconds. Name either of the teams that participated in that game. One was from the East, the other was from the West. <laughs> you got like a 50-50 shot? East-West? That's not how math works. There's more that. than two teams. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. My bad. You know what? Whatever. John, didn't I pay you for only 80s to now sports <laughs> questions? Come on. Uh, you um, did, but unfortunately you paid the wrong person because Adam is the one who controls the decades. <laughs> uh, but I had a nice dinner well, off of your... Uh, your money, so I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah dollar menu. Whew. Um, <laughs> let's see. Just going to take a stab at a team. Um, we said AFC, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, uh, let's go with uh, the Bills. The Bills is incorrect. Frankie, can you steal? Um. I don't know what AFC is. And I'm Baseball not teams. Sure I... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even sure I can name an NFL team. Um, let's pick um, the – I was going to guess my own team, but we're kangaroos, and I'm guessing you don't have kangaroos over there, so I will guess Bears. The Bears is also incorrect. Uh, it was between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. I I can't believe that because that's good. That was like my two and three. Te- like I was I was flipping between a few teams and I was like, okay, let's uh, let's go Buffalo. God damn it. Okay. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? All right, we have a tight one. It is all tied up. Both Drew and Frankie have thirty going into round two. All right. Well, Frankie got to pick first in round one. So Drew, you're going to get to pick for Frankie. Here in round two, what category do you want to give her? Sports. <laughs> oh, how did I know? <laughs> Sports. And it's the 90s. 40, 40, 40. The New York Yankees had gone <laughs> 10 years without a no-hitter until what pitcher, who was born without a right hand, threw one on September 4th, 1993? You're, you're in luck because I forget this guy's name, believe it or not. I actually have I've written a, this question. I've heard a story about without the without a hand because I remember thinking that is really strange, but I didn't yeah. think to actually remember the name. Um, I'm just gonna say Lucky Johnson. Lucky Johnson is incorrect. Drew, I don't know how you can yeah. call yourself any kind of Yankees fan if you don't know this one like right off the bat, so. Yeah, no, it's it's I, I I should know it and it's escaping me. And like I've said, I've written this question on multiple occasions now. I am blanking. 
I'm going to go take a cheese grater and shave off my tattoo. <laughs> is that your official answer? That is my official answer. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that is uh, unfortunately incorrect. This is one of my favorite baseball players of all time. Hey, I bet. <laughs> I was, <laughs> you stole my bit. I was going to do oh, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Jim Abbott. Yeah. Jim Abbott. Yeah. The guy's incredible. And actually, I think we've we've actually done multiple questions on him just because yeah, just, he's fantastic. And it's our podcast, yeah. and we'll ask as many questions about things yeah. we like as we want. I have I have two, and I just completely was drawing a blank. <laughs> All right, no points to start off the round. So uh, <sighs> let's see here, uh, Frankie, you're now going to pick for Drew. No other isn't it the other way around. Yeah, no, no, you're, he's right. Oh, is he right? Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad, yeah. my bad. See, I, I I got lost. Um, I'll choose news and politics, please. Uh, okay. And it's the 60s. This is why people hate me hosting. Oh, you're going to lead off that way? John, John, people, the thing is, don't people don't hate you hosting. They learn different things. Okay. I love listening to you host because I learn a lot. All right. Well, you might learn something here. <laughs> Basic is a family of general purpose, high level programming languages designed for ease of use. What does Basic stand for? Yes, I'm writing B A S I C on my paper right now. Yeah, um, that's a lot of As I'm looking at it, I'm thinking this is gonna make this would make a really good midpoint question for Trivial Warfare. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would. You know what it wouldn't make a good question for? Throwback trivia takedown. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, it does, it does. I'm I'm just Trivial Warfare, around. they have enough writers, they got enough people, they can do their own <laughs> Save the good questions for us. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I literally have nothing i'm gonna go with it's a trick question and it doesn't actually stand for anything it's a trick question doesn't actually stand for anything is incorrect worth a shot frankie can you steal no i can't i can't even think of one of those what one of those letters would stand for i think b stands for bs All right. Well, I'm just going to make it uh, my uh, my goal this game to just ask questions that nobody can answer for the entire second round. Uh, the correct answer is... Um, oh, did you have a guess? No, no. I didn't. Okay. No. Uh, the correct answer is beginners, all-purpose, symbolic instruction code. All right. Not enough... Uh, the only thing I could have figured was the C was code. That's all <laughs> I had. <laughs> all right. We are back to Drew picking for Frankie. Hey, Frankie. Literature is coming at you. <laughs> will it be comics? We'll see. But the decade will be the 70s. And you made that rhyme. Yeah. I didn't even know it. This 1970 Sorry. young adult novel. I, I'm, a, I'm a poet. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to screw up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. I love you. See, I'm a poet. I didn't know it. That's, that's what I was doing. This 1970 young adult <laughs> novel by Judy Bloom is about a sixth-grade girl who has grown up without a religious affiliation due to her parents' interfaith marriage. Um, it's been a long time since I've read any Judy Bloom, but I think I think it, it will be... I'm just trying to think of the actual wording. Far out now, I can't think of the first one. <laughs> I'm going to say, Hi, God, it's me, Margaret. Hi, God, it's me, Margaret is incorrect. <laughs> Drew, can you stop? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, are, I believe. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, is the correct answer. Damn it. All right. Well, Drew gets the steal, and now you got to pick a category for him, Frankie. What do you want to give him? Um, I will give him music, please. 
The decade is the 50s. All right. The biggest hit single of 1950 was released by Nat King Cole. It was written for the film Captain Carey USA, starring Alan Ladd. It spent five weeks at the top of the Billboard 100 chart, but won the Oscar for Best Original Song. What Da Vinci-esque song was it? Well, you know, 50s music, huge strength of mine. Um, Da Vinci-esque song. Uh, Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have named you. Is correct. Wow. Well, I was going to guess Vitruvian Man. <laughs> that was going to be my smart-ass answer until I realized there was actually a good answer. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got the uh, question, and now you get to give one back to Frankie. Let's go movies. Okay. That decade is the 2000s. Ned Kelly, a 2003 film about Australia's greatest outlaw, had a star-studded cast including Orlando Bloom, Jeffrey Rush, Naomi Watts, and what late actor who you can't quit? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is correct. Yep. That bit me in the ass really bad. It did. <laughs> How many American questions did you have so far tonight, Drew, huh? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I remember Ned Kelly being released, so it was mm. definitely released here in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, where are we? Uh, I believe Frankie is picking for That's Drew. That's right. Yeah. Um, Looks uh, like we got TV, toys and games, fashion, yeah. slang, and food left. I just don't want to give any of those to him. That's all. <laughs> I'll give them TV, please. Okay. <laughs> the decade is the 60s. What country star hosted a variety show in 1969 with his second wife, not his first wife, Vivian Liberto? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is correct. Andrew, what category do you want to give Frankie? Um, slang. Okay. Decade is the 70s. When you want to be rid of something, you can do this. The Oxford English Dictionary speculates that the term may have come from the notion of being buried at sea a certain number of fathoms. While its use dates back to the 1920s and referred to a grave, the phrase was resurrected in the 1970s thanks to coverage of Watergate. Um, okay. Uh, buried at sea, fathoms, a grave. You want to get rid of something. What was the decade that this that we rolled? 70s. 70s. Okay, thanks. All right. Um, no, I've got nothing for that. Sorry. All right. Drew, can you steal? I should be able to, but I can't. Watergate should have been enough to give it to me. I'm literally going to throw my computer when you when you say the answer. Um, but I got nothing. All right. Well, when you want to get rid of something, you can deep six it. Sure. I've never what, heard of that before. I don't know what to tell you. I've heard that term all the time. Yeah. When someone's going to give us something, we're going to deep six it. I have to. Uh, I think, uh, Frankie, you're picking for Drew? Yeah. I will pick fashion, please. Okay, fashion for Drew. The decade is the 80s. Popular with the neo-rockabilly movement of the 1980s, what hairstyle combines the 1950s pompadour, the 1950s flat top, and sometimes a mohawk? Its name may owe its origin to a French word, which can either mean a hairstyle or, going further back, 
chainmail that knights wore over their heads and under their helmets. Wow. Um, I feel dumb right now. I got nothing. All right. I got nothing is incorrect. Frankie, can you steal? Figured. I feel like I should know this, and I'm still kicking myself over not getting the Pompadour question last time I was on. <laughs> it was <laughs> really hurt. Um, I was screaming at my radio. Oh, my mom still won't. She used to be a hairdresser, and she still won't let it go. She <laughs> brings it up all the time. Um, so I, I feel like I should get this in the chain mail. As well is really, oh, I know when you say it, it's going to hurt. Could I have the question one more time, please, sure. John? Popular with the neo-rockabilly movement of the 1980s, what hairstyle combines the 1950s pompadour, the 1950s flat top, and sometimes a mohawk? Its name may owe its origin to a French word, which can mean either a hairstyle or, going back further, a chainmail that knights wore over their heads and under their helmets. No, I can't. Um, it's not coming. I'm going to guess a mullet. A mullet. Probably mullet. Is incorrect. Yeah. Is... If it was mullet, Billy Ray Cyrus would have been mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> this is called a quaff. Oh, okay. man. Now my mom will have some more ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Drew, uh, we got toys and games and food left. What do you want to give to? Let's give her toys and games. All right. Okay. Decade is the 80s. No, no, my bad. Rolling again. Decade is the 90s. What 1993 game by Sega is widely recognized as the first 3D fighting game to be released? Um. I was waiting for you to add in some more clues there, John. <laughs> Sometimes I just think you um, should just know the facts. Yeah. Sega! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when I hear Sega, I just want to go, Sega! That's how they did their commercials. They just yelled at you. Um, I'll say Street Fighter. Street Fighter is incorrect. Drew, can you steal? Maybe? Uh, I'm going to go and say Tekken. Tekken? Is also incorrect. Adam, do you remember this game? I think so. Um, my guess would have been Virtual Fighter. Virtua Fighter. Virtua, Virtua Fighter. Fighter. Oh, okay. And that is the answer I was looking for. Okay. All right. That leaves us with uh, food for Drew. Food. Yep. And the decade is the 50s. In 1957... Dave Edgerton and James McLemore created the first signature burger in fast food history. What name did they give their quarter pound patty, mayo, lettuce, pick, uh, tomato, pickles, and onion on a sesame seed bun? Okay. So this is what is now known as the Big Mac. Um, it started as the first working name for it was the aristocrat and then was the blue ribbon burger. Um, I don't know if the aristocrat ever made it out of the planning stage, but I'm going to say the aristocrat. The aristocrat is incorrect. Congratulations. I just gave you possibly the answer. Frankie, can you steal? <laughs> Forgot about that part. I was like, wow, how do you have so much backstory? I'm not going to be an idiot and guess the blue ribbon burger. The blue ribbon burger 
is also incorrect. <laughs> it's not the Big Mac? It is not. The Big Mac was a response to this burger. Oh. I threw in the, all of the ingredients to throw you off the scent. It is actually the Whopper. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. The Whopper was the first signature burger to be released. By the way, there is a Netflix show called, I think it's called The Food That Made Us. There is a whole episode on McDonald's versus Burger King. It is fascinating, hmm. which, is also, which is also where I stole this question from. Uh, All right. That is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score? All right. Well, Drew is currently in the lead with 60. Frankie has 40. But really, John is in the lead with 100. Yes. <laughs> it's not a lockout, John. Apparently, I can still catch you. Apparently, I found my trivia niche. <laughs> All right. Well, let's find out what categories are going to go into our final round. Andrew, since you are in the lead, what category do you want? I feel like my best shot at self-preservation is sports. Okay. Decade will be the 2000s. All right. And Frankie, what category do you want? Yeah, I'm going to be predictable and pick fashion, please. Uh, figured. And that will be the 60s. All right. So based on 2000 sports and 60s fashion, go ahead and write down your bids. Ooh, the wagering strategies. They are thinking about it. What are they going to do? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in. I'm in. All right, so here is your 2000 sports question. In a 2009 game against Chicago, what goaltender shut out the Blackhawks for his 552nd career win, surpassing Patrick Roy, who previously held the record? <laughs> Wah. Patrick Wah. I just, have to, yeah. I just have to correct that. I just want to say that. Uh, my notes say Patrick Roy, so that is how I'm pronouncing it's, it. It's, it's spelled, but it is pronounced Wah. And he spelled wah. it wrong. All right, and your 60s fashion question. The early 60s introduced us to the snugly fit drain pipe jeans, which are today known as what? All right, I'm locked in. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, I have not done my thing yet, and I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> Just go check out the BFOP Network, BFOPnetwork.com. Boom, there you go. Done, quick. That's it. Wham, bam. Thank you, Adam. All right, let's find out how you did. Uh, Frankie, since you were uh, behind, go ahead and tell us your answers to the questions. I didn't even bother answering the sport question because I'm not even sure I knew what sport that was. Um, so I didn't have an answer for that one. And for the um, fashion one, I said skinny jeans. All right. Andrew, what are your answers? Well, thanks to you giving us Patrick Waugh, I went Marty Brodeur because they basically exchanged number one and two on everything most of their career. And then for 60s fashion, I also said skinny jeans. All right. Well, let's find out the answers. Uh, for fashion, the snuggly fit drain pipe jeans are now known as skinny jeans. And the goaltender who passed Patrick Roy. <laughs> you terrible. You're awful. Listen, if you want to meet... He's French-Canadian. Yeah, He's French-Canadian. If, French, if the French wanted us to pronounce it a certain way, they should have spelled it that way. The answer I was looking for is Martin Brodeur. Martin. Martin Brodeur. Nope, he wrote Martin it Martin. <laughs> it's Marty. Yeah. All right, so... Nice family man there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to find out uh, what our final score is going to be. Frankie, how much did you wager? I put it all in... All right. Okay. So I'm um, Andrew. 
I was I was praying for an American centric sport question, and I bet zero. So, <laughs> all right, Adam, do the math and let us know what our final score is. With a final score of sixty two zero, Drew Bucksbaum is the winner today. <laughs> Woo! Tight, tight game. Very tight game. Congratulations, Drew. Adam, uh, who can he possibly might be going up against next? <laughs> Drew could possibly be taking on the winner of the Josh Bombeck Eric Eid episode. So it was been it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. You're done, Drew. This is the last game you're gonna win. Can I can I just almost guarantee it. Start the next episode committing Sapuku. Like is that yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was really hoping to avoid Eric Eid, especially. Mm-hmm. Not that Bombax much better, but oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, I should have just thrown this game. Well, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see what uh, happens in the next game when you uh, face one of those two gentlemen. But until then, unfortunately, Frankie, this is the end of your tournament run. But what a run it's been. Yeah. I've had a blast. Thanks, guys. Any, uh, any other parting words you'd like to leave us with? Um, I just want to say thanks for um, all, all the podcasts that you do. They bring me such joy and happiness to listen to them. And um, I told my daughter, Evie, that I would shout out to her. I have just started getting her into trivia. She, we've been listening to lots of Bluey trivia and Frozen trivia this week. I'm training her up to be my pub trivia partner, of which at the, currently I have none. So <laughs> I've got a little bit of time to wait, but. Hello, Evie, and hello, Henry, too, because otherwise they'll be fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know what that's like. Uh, Thank you so much for the kind words, and that's Adam, and I'm John, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.